here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.3 FM in Rustenburg. We have a new feature, and it's called The World Around Us. Now, the point of this feature is to really look uh, outside of what is our space, because we, we're very good at doing that, and look at people and organizations that are doing marvelous things. Perhaps there's something to be learned from some of the things that are happening around the world. And so we are going to be chatting to people who are really making interesting changes around the world, and maybe there's something there for us to learn. Now, today, we are going to Rwanda. Rwanda has an organization called Rwanda's Men's Resource Center and it's uh, an organization that was sent uh, that was started around 2006 by nine men and they have various programs they've also partnered with our local Sonke Agenda organization I think you guys know know that Sonke Agenda um, organization and they are doing a program that I just thought was so interesting. Their target obviously being men, and they're doing all sorts of things to change the mindset of what they believe is a violent masculinity in Rwanda. Now, I'm going to be speaking to a program manager there, Silas Nganyabosha, is, and, and he joins us now on the line to just give us a sense of what, number one, you know, inspired this organization to begin and what it is that they were looking to do. Silas joins us now on the line. Silas, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, let me say that in, uh, in uh, 2000, 2006, we had so many cases of men being involved in perpetrating gender-based violence. And uh, we had a group of nine, uh, nine men who sat and did a, a rough analysis of what is on the, uh, uh, can be seen as the root causes of gender-based violence. Why are men being involved in perpetrating gender-based violence? And based on that, they uh, also thought that they could um, like conduct a deeper research. And uh, that's why in 2010, uh, uh has published uh, in collaboration with uh, Promundo and other partners, we had a research, uh, a nationwide research on masculinity masculinity is uh, what it means to be a man and the social cultural um, meaning it you hold that is on the uh, that is uh, normally uh, considered as um, the, the, the cause or maybe the, the response define depending on how we define it the response to gender based violence and, so, Silas, uh, tell me with, with that work in the background, what what came through? What was behind the gender-based violence that you were seeing in Rwanda at the time? Oh, uh, the, the, the root causes are, are, are 
how we, we the social cultural construction of the meaning of being a man. Mm-hmm. You know, in that social cultural construction, we have a kind of uh, when we discuss with men, a kind of list of negative behaviors and practices that are seen to be typical for men. So. But not typical because men were created like that, uh-huh. but because men learn to, I would say, learn to behave like like men as defined by the society. Mm. And in those behaviors and practices, we will see uh, we, we could see a list of negative behaviors, but considered by the society as different ways that a man should comply with or conform to so that he can be, I would say, validated in the society as a man. Tell me. It is true that uh, all of men do not conform to that list, Mm. although not a, a formal list that is known, but you will see that even the society educates uh Boys uh, in uh, observing those behaviors and practices, and you would see many of them being negative and leading to gender-based violence. Silas, what you know, you, when this was started in two thousand and six, or at least the idea came about, was it that there were more? violent incidents of of gender-based violence? Was it that there were more of them? Or was it a historical thing? Or was it just society evolving? I'm trying to see whether the behaviors that you picked up on and you were saying that these are societal constructs, was it a new kind of construct? Or historically, that particular societal construct has always been violent to women? Even before, even before, I think we have those behavior, negative behavior, masculine behaviors and practices, but they were accepted. But after the genocide against mm. the Tutsi, uh, I think we had a good leadership. I would say a, a political will that is willing to 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 fight against gender-based violence, and the people could open their eyes and look at the root causes, because you know the genocide against Tutsi like um, uh, went with uh, over a millions of people, mm-hmm. and um, and we had to to, to call on different potentials of citizens to all come and invest in the development in the development of the country. So the political goodwill that um, after the 1994 genocide that um, wanted to involve equitably its citizens. So I would say we started to see different barriers that are affecting equitable um, participation of citizens. That's when we, we started seeing uh, like uh, gender-based violence as one of the main causes uh, uh, hindering equ- equitable participation of the citizens, mm. especially women. Is it that and you had to get to a point as a country where you are forced to deal with 
violence as an entire as an entirety that brought you to the point where you realize that this violence was also problematic in other areas what i'm saying is that it sounds to me when you speak about the genocide being the maybe maybe what it is that made the country sit up and realize ah perhaps we've got a problem we've got a violence problem is exactly what you needed to get to a point where everybody understood that there were other forms of violence that you needed to deal with as as a country yes yes hmm. so so in analyzing what are causing those GBV perpetration? Yes. I think uh, men and masculinities came as one of uh, men and masculinity and the, re the resultant engagement of men to accelerate the, the agenda of gender equality and uh, fighting gender-based violence. I think emerged as one of the main main ones mm -hmm. and this is when Rwamureke was created to, to 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 lead to lead the activities that are meant to engage men to promote positive masculinities uh, 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 towards gender equality and gbv, GBV fighting what so usually happens I beg your pardon, Asidus. What usually happens is that you, you, you know, you. We almost. I, I always say that it, when you preach to the converted, they're already converted. So of course they'll buy into it. But you, you are trying to talk to people who were perpetrators. How, how easy was that? Ah, that that's a very nice question. You know, uh, the approach of engaging men, you know, the way we talk about it, there is uh, an issue of masculinity is different from men. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> because men, w when we talk with men, we, when we talk with potential perpetrators, yes. we may, may mainly focus on masculinities. Okay. Because we make them realize that even that even men themselves are victims of societal mm. construct mm -hmm. of social uh, cult, social culturally constructed masculine masculine behaviors and practices. Mm -hmm. So men have interest to change. Men have in, interest to promote positive masculinities. They don't. They don't have to understand it, to perceive it as like a favor they are doing for women and children. They have to perceive it as a benefit for themselves. I think that when they reach that level, it becomes much easier for them to change. Oh, I have now got it. I really am getting it. Now, the question then is, for us listening here and we we are asking you because we are obviously now going through our own problems very similar to what you've just depicted here what is the benefit for a perpetrator to change what's the bit you know because as i was saying the trouble here with us is that i get the sense that we're speaking to the converted the challenge is to speak to the one who is actually the perpetrator so when you're saying the strategy is to see make them see 
that there is a benefit for them to act differently. The question is, what is the benefit? Yeah, actually, it's, they don't only benefit from from um, when we discuss with them because when we work with men, it's it's a whole training. It's a whole training, not just some hours. It might even take uh, days and days. And they don't only benefit from not perpetrating GBV because the perpetrator, the, the, the consequences, negative repercussions are there. There is a prison, there is uh, being hurt themselves because when you engage in a kind of war, you are not sure of succeeding or winning it always. You know, mm. there is a, a kind of peace for themselves. If you perpetrated gender-based violence, I think it's hard to sleep peacefully because you may expect maybe a revenge. Mm-hmm. There is a, a kind of disempowering of someone else, someone else, while while previously before we discussed about how we become stronger together if you are this uh, disempowering someone else you are also a loser if you are using misusing powers powers within you it means that you are lacking someone's powers that could be joined and you become stronger together but also as I previously stated, they don't only benefit from uh, from uh, preventing GBV, but they also benefit from promoting gender equality. Because we discuss with them the different ways. Gender equality is not a threat to men, mm-hmm. but again, but, but, but also an opportunity. Because uh, the, you would see those negative masculine, masculine behaviors and practices as also a kind of risky behavior for men themselves. <laughs> Let's say like uh, drinking too much. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of uh, the uh, uh, one of uh, a masculine uh, behavior that comes uh, every time. Drinking too much, you are destroying your body. You can't you can't live longer if you are really uh, 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 drunk, you are always drunk. Let's say like uh, fighting. Let's say like uh, 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 educating. Let me say uh, like uh, not being closer to children. If you are not closer to children, you find yourself isolated. So you don't, if you are not interacting with children, with your wife, you find yourself isolated. And isolation is never good for anyone. So I would say there is so many ways many can also see that they benefit from gender equality promotion. They benefit from not perpetrating gender-based violence because by perpetrating gender-based violence, everyone, a victims or a perpetrator, they are all losers. So, Silas... That, I imagine, is a process. As you said to us, it's not a couple of hours. It's a process. It's weeks. It's, it's investment of time in trying to change this mindset. What I want to ask you, since your programs are people volunteer to participate, how do you get that person 
particularly the perpetrator, to voluntarily go on this journey if their mindset already is damaged. Because where, where you are now explaining all of this process to us, one may only get yeah. it at the end of the process. But I'm talking about getting the buy-in at the very beginning. How do you get those men to be part of the program who are broken and who don't see what you just told me now at this point? Yeah, thank you very much. Actually, it is a process, as you said, and the beginning is or is not that easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say that in Rwanda we are lucky because uh, the, even the political will is there. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, this is talked about by even the politicians. Mm-hmm. This is talked about by local leaders. It's not only an agenda of civil society, mm. society organizations. And the selection is done very smoothly with grassroots local authorities. And those people are invited just to a discussion. Mm-hmm. The first day is not about the training. So we, 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 we brief, uh, we brief, we, we have a kind of a briefing with um, the population, the, the, the meetings with um, the population in a given village. Mm. And then we select them, but we select them uh, telling them that we are going to work with perpetrators. Mm-hmm. No, because that would be very harmful for them, in the, uh, even in their community. We just uh, select them, but also we mix with some model couples and then we we, we, we we just have a discussion and the most important thing is the way the training module is 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 built is developed it is developed i think it has taken time to develop that training module taking into account the those kind of issues you're raising mm-hmm. and we start with a topic that is uh, too general and as we go with them we go deep into specificities mm-hmm. it is true that the first day is difficult and even the arrival might not be the same for all of them <laughs> one would come and then uh, when he finds that um, there is no harmful, uh, any harmful thing. Uh, he would send an SMS to another. Mm. So the first day, uh, let me say the first three days is like familiarizing with a group. Mm-hmm. So the module are very well developed mm. uh, uh, to take, to address those kind of issues. But again, uh, as we have, we are supported Mm. Or maybe the agenda of gender equality and um, and the fighting GBV is also supported by the government. So it seems that it becomes much easier. Yeah. We have got very very few dropouts, uh, uh, even in none for some groups. Mm. So we have had very few group dropouts. And as I said, we don't accuse men. We accuse masculinities mm. and masculinities is a social construct so they are 
in uh, I, I would say they they they, uh, they find that in the end they find that they are also in uh, they are also victims mm. of those social cultural mm. constructed. Uh, negative masculinity. Mm. Please hold on for me, Silas. There's a voice note that wants to talk to what you've just been what you've just been discussing. Good afternoon, Pimelo. Ours uh, is not a problem of uh, only gender voice violence, but that's just a symptom of the whole issue of uh, violence as a society. We're a violent society. We grew up with violence, and we know conflict revol- resolution to be only violent. Look at the taxi industry, they're trying to resolve a problem and they have to use violence. If there is service delivery problems, you use violence. So for, for us to resolve issues as a society, we use violence. So violence begets violence. From the time of the apartheid era, we've been groomed to be a violent society. That's where we need to address our situation. Silas, um, I don't know if you want to respond to that, but uh, I mean, what I'm hearing, I got goosebumps from you to say that it goes beyond programs like this. You need buy-in and you need support from leadership. That's what makes a difference, isn't it? I beg your pardon? I was saying that um, you are just making the point that the most biggest difference that you've had and the difference perhaps between ourselves and you is that you're saying that at at very senior leadership levels you have got support and that's what makes the difference. I think this this made a difference uh, with with, uh, maybe some other colleagues implementing uh, such approaches in different countries mm. if they are not supported. If you're not supported, I think it's very easy for 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 people, some people to, to challenge you. They don't even give you the opportunity to start. But if you start, even if you are not supported by, by the leadership or whatever, My experience has revealed that it works. It works because people discover what, even men themselves, they discover what they benefit by promoting the positive masculinity. Silas Ngaya Boshua is is the program manager at Rwanda's Men's Resource Center. That is the beginning of uh, the world around us. It's a feature that's going to be ongoing here on Life Happens, where we really look at people, organizations that are making really interesting developments around their communities, that are doing amazing things that we perhaps can learn from. I found this really, really insightful. Thank you very much, Silas, for talking to us. Let's go to Uti Lesaku for the latest in SABC News. It's two o'clock.